What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a very, very special episode here on the Geekiverse. We are talking Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We're going to go spoiler-free for just the, the first bit here, give our impressions on it. The movie is out tonight. It's preview night, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. More importantly, maybe, happy Revenge of the 5th. But that being said, we've got a lot to get to tonight on this episode here. Again, special edition talking Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We'll keep it spoiler free for a bit, and then we will flip the script and warn you when we are about to talk about spoilers. But first, I'm Josiah Leroy with me, Mr. Baba Yaga, John Fick. I, uh, appar- apparently, this is a thing now. Apparently, I collect these collector's buckets with the drinks. I've, my entire life, I'm 29 years old. I've never purchased one until this year. Now I own three. I, I did it for the Batman. I did it from No Way Home, and I did it for this. And I don't know what it is. There's just like this new thing in my life where I see these, and I just can't not buy them. Um, it's interesting. I don't mind, I guess. So this cup came, it's a pretty cool cup. It's fine. But there's also a little topper that came with it, right? So when I got to the register, the guy gives me, he throws a question at me. I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Which topper do you want? Do you want Dr. Strange or do you want Scarlet Witch? So I'm like in a tizzy. So in the comments, YouTube, guess who did I pick? Dr. Strange or Scarlet Witch? Pause. Don't cheat. If you're going to ask, how do you know if I cheat? Well, it sounds like a question a cheater would ask, so don't cheat. <laughs> the answer is, of course, Scarlet Witch. So there's, uh, I knew it. I don't know how it's like a Nintendo thing. Yeah, of course you knew it because you were with me at the movies. I didn't <laughs> see it. I just remember you knocking over a figure. I didn't know who the figure was. I think I yelled, oh my God, Wanda. <laughs> I didn't hear that. What am I doing? Am I pouring a beer in there? Yes. Did I wash it? Yes, I did actually wash it. Does it still smell like, pop, like Pepsi? Yes, it does. Well, you enjoy your Pepsi beer there. You and Wanda there. That's a that's a good time. Also with us today, Mr. Tim Tails. Tim Talbot. Hey, nice uh, nice hoodie there. Thank you. Thank you. Not bad. Nice shirt. Should have worn mine. Oh, it's just funny you, you said that. This is my. I was drinking water out of this right now. The Batman one. The Batman one was very <laughs> cool. And the, the, you know what? It's been. Oh. They, they always sell me on one of the aspects. Like on the Batman, the yeah. cup is the the cup was super cool. And on this one, it was like an actual tin. Yeah. And they haven't been tins in a while. So I'm like, no, I have all these stupid popcorn. Bags. I almost bought it for the tin because my wife eats a lot of popcorn, so it'd been perfect. But I didn't see it till after I bought my drink, and I was like, ah, damn. It's been a. I don't know that I've ever actually bought one. I think when um, Rise of Skywalker came out, they had like it wasn't like a tin, but they had uh, a Tie Fighter that was the wings of it were basically the outside of the bucket. So I, I carried that around for a while. But oh. um, I had I had some friends that uh, did go into the tins for Star Wars, like the Force Awakens and all that. Kind of fun. You now know, that now that I'm like doing this and I have a couple of them, there's like a bunch that I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have got that one. I wish I would have got that one. Started too late. Yeah, it's. Never too late okay. to start your collection. That's right. So, uh, Doctor Strange, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler-free here for a bit, but it, uh, really highly anticipated movie, obviously. Most are... Uh, but why don't we go, John, first, your impressions on the movie. Uh, so, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. It is bizarre. It is absolutely bizarre. Like it is, it's a Doctor Strange movie for sure, and it is a Sam Raimi ass movie if, if I've ever seen one. Um, again, we're going spoiler free here. It, it, I think it's it's a must see for anybody who's an MCU fan. It's very much a sequel. It's an, it's to, to Doctor Strange. It's another Doctor Strange movie. Um, it's not necessarily what I expected it to be. Um, it, it's very bizarre, a lot darker, a lot scarier than I thought it would be. Um, I guess that's that's kind of where I'll leave it for spoiler free. I I, th- I liked it. I think like in my in my head, I want to want to think a lot, of, think about it a little bit more, and maybe like 
do another watch before I like commit to this. But I think I'm at a three and a half out of five, uh, three and a half out of five with this one. That's kind of where my head's at. Like we talked about my scale before this, like it's halfway between liked it and loved it. Three and a half feels good for this one. There's a lot of really, really high highs in it. Um, there's nothing I really disliked or hated about it. Um, it, it's good. I liked it. it. It's a. It's not what I expected, but I did like it for sure. Yeah, John, you and I, I think, had kind of the same reaction where we're like, wow, Sam Raimi, like that is definite like that is a that is his movie through and through uh but what a a, you know it's a tough test it had to be a sequel to dr strange we had to pick up after some of the the crazy events um that we just saw in spider-man and even before that in the the big avengers movies and uh, i think they did a nice job overall so you and i shared that thought john tim you and i i think as the movie wrapped up shared another thought and it was you you said it it was kind of like it, like the Doctor Strange movies are fine, they're they're good, but like they didn't necessarily grip us or, or take us to a, a new level, so to speak. Like I, I don't want to speak prematurely. I want to let this sink in a little bit. This is a dense movie. There's a lot going yeah. on. There's a lot to digest, and I want to read some stuff on it. I want to get some reactions. I want to see the movie again. Uh, we'll obviously get to it in MC reviewed at some point. I feel like it's going to be middle of the pack, which is still a compliment. But Tim, I think you and I share that sentiment about this movie. Yeah, I would 100% agree. It's, I think it's one of those movies that I get stuck on, even going on my rewatch, getting stuck on that movie because it's just like, I like it, but it's just not like one of those movies I, I'm like, I would sit down and be like, yes, I cannot wait to watch Doctor Strange. And again, it's not anything against the movie. The Like, even this movie, some of the scenes in it and the stuff they did was phenomenal. It gave me, like, Star Wars, like, contrasting colors, like... They did such a good job with a lot of the stuff. Some really nice set pieces for sure. Yes, it was awesome. And the, the concepts were awesome. What they did was awesome. It's just like, as a whole, I just like wasn't super into it. I wasn't out of it. It was just kind of like, like John said, I liked it. I didn't like love it. But maybe if I watch it more, I might change my mind on it a little bit. Yeah, but. I, I think I could I think I could see myself being pushed. I love this with another watch through with maybe yeah. just a little more time. I think I'm a little bit high, just maybe a little bit higher on it than you guys are. I uh, yeah. I think I think it is really good. Like there's nothing about the movie where like that stands out where I'm like, ooh, I didn't like that decision. Like there even even in a movie like Spider Man No Way Home, there are some things I'm like, ooh, that was interesting. Like the rest of the movie is so so freaking good that like I can overlook that, but like Ooh, that stood out to me. There was none of that in this movie. Like, it's a it's yeah. a very good movie. And I feel like this could definitely be one of those movies that's like the defining moment, the defining movie for the rest of the movies coming out. So when those ah. movies come back, I may look back on this one and be like, see, that was the moment. You know inter- what I mean? It's interesting you say that. And I'll, this is totally spoiler free. This is you can just see the trailers and understand yeah. where I'm, what I'm talking about here. I thought we would have gotten more of that. I thought yes, I thought agreed. I thought this movie would have set up and defined the future of the MCU more than it actually did. But yes, we'll get into agreed. that a little bit more with the, with spoilers. Yep. I did think this was going to be more basically what you guys are saying there like uh, a pivot almost a reset of sorts but this felt relatively small in scale despite all that went on and that's that's not a bad thing it's it's not totally what i thought it was going to be and it was contained this was a true sequel despite all of the things that have happened since 2016's doctor strange you know crazy to say that a movie about the multiverse where like the 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 fabric of existence is literally breaking we're traveling between you know realities that it was a self-contained movie and it didn't really have any ramifications um yeah, I'm still like I'm I'm at this point in phase 4 where I'm asking myself like all right, w- when do we set 
when do I understand what phase four is? Like, when do I understand what the MCU is like working towards? And I feel like we're still, we're still on that path. It, it is very much yeah. like the beginning of phase one where it's like, all right, here's all of these individual pieces. We're really not giving you too much to like show you the direction as to where they're going yet. Like, you know, think about the first Iron Man movie and maybe even the first, like, well, not the first Avengers movie, but Iron Man, Cap and Thor, right? Those first three movies, like you're, you're not even thinking about Thanos or any infinity stones, like okay, one infinity stone, but you know, you get my point. Sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's a really good point. Go ahead, Tim. Let's just say, if I had to explain the movie in Doctor Strange terms, you know how he does that thing with the magic where he pulls all this stuff in and he like consolidates it down together? That's what it reminds me of. I feel like he takes all these different things in the movie and it's jam-packed. And when I left, I was like, I feel like I wanted more. Like, more, more there, more substance to make me feel like when I left, hey, like, this is where it's going or this is where it's not going. And I just I, felt uh, like... I was like, okay, like I, I shouldn't have to feel like I need to go watch, you know, a ton of YouTube videos, like dissecting each individual set piece to understand, Hey, this is where they're going. You know what I mean? I agree with you. And I think that's a great, great jumping off point to hop into spoilers. So we can get into some of those, like what, what the mores we expected and what wasn't there and what was there. So I think maybe, maybe now's a good point to, uh, to hop into spoilers here. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, I I would say just, yeah, let's, let's transition here. Last thing I, I just wanted to mention was, uh, as a tease, if you want to, you know, bookmark this, come back to it later. Um, so, so when this was announced a few years back, I think it was 2019. Um, Kevin Feige said this would be the closest that the MCU ever gets to a horror movie, and they went in that direction in a Absolutely. lot of cases. And it was definitely darker and more intense in a lot of ways than I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah. we'd maybe get hints of it here and just a little bit of a psychological element, but oh no, no there, we did there, not hold back. There are full, they're full on horror sequences. Like, and that's not even a stretch to say like there, there are scenes no. like this was a straight up horror scene, you know, now I'm not talking about, you know, gore and like, you know, that kind of stuff, but like the way it is directed right. and framed in the music cues and like maybe even some jump scares, like this was legitimately a horror scene. So yeah, there, there's certainly a lot of that. Emotionally dark too. I feel like not to be lost on that. You know, there's another level of darkness that's in this movie that, yeah. you know, from an emotional side and a real side, you know, like there's a lot of real life things in this. So for sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it. So if, if you've joined us so far, if you have not seen the movie, you want to definitely hang on. We're about to jump into spoiler territory and talk all about the details of the story here. Uh, again, whether that is at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse, you're watching at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse, or listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh uh, spoiler territory. Where do we want? We want to talk about some of the horror so, stuff right away. Like, uh, so here's what I'll start with with spoilers. So we're officially in spoilers. You can see that if you're on the Twitch here, spoiler mode is on. Um, call me naive. Like maybe I'm not educated or I didn't do my research. I did not think that Scarlet Witch was going to be the literal villain of this movie. Oh, and, no, and, and, same. And, and I had heard people say that, and I, and I and I know that phrase was tossed around after WandaVision. They're like, oh wait, Wanda Wanda could be the the villain in Doctor Strange. I'm like. Sure, she could be. I don't see that ever happening. She was literally the antagonist in this movie. Not even like she was. She, Wanda was ready to kill anybody in her path to to access the multiverse and see her children. Literally anybody. Doctor Strange, Wong, uh, a fifteen year old girl, like countless civilians. These people in Kamertaj. She was a full on psycho- psychopathic murderer to at- obtain what she wanted here. Like she was a bad guy. Didn't expect that. She had some of that uh, that ring girl going on here. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this uh, is yeah. brutal. So Cordy saw not- with us. And she's like, oh my gosh, she reminds me of Carrie. I'm like, you know what? That that's yeah. dead on. And like, I bet you there's some inspiration there. Like that. It's, she, 
There's some vibes. Yeah. Not a movie that, like, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself, but, like, I'm like, most things I think you could show your kids. This one might be, like, the first one where you question. Like, 100%. You wanna, I don't know what the age is, but, like, there, there's some intent, even to the point, like, so we had an entire row here at, at, at our, we, our we local were, We were one, one, one seat shy of an entire row. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember a few times almost, like, looking down and seeing my parents were there being like uh mom i don't know if this is for you she was fine uh, i, I was like, next to her she was fine the whole time uh, thank you, you for taking care of her john yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah i i'm happy they leaned into it the way they did but man wanda i'm i'm with you john i did not see that coming i i mean obviously we knew she would be prominent in this movie but i always thought i expected she was this going wanda. <laughs> happy and, yeah, yeah you know <laughs> for sure i i i thought that we were going to get her as an accomplice to what dr strange was doing in this as as a protagonist oh we got full-on scarlet witch and that was I intense was, i was so confused up until the moment when she's in the the the, the what do you call it like the tr- the tree area that forest yeah. i don't know what you call it technically. Yeah, who knows and uh she's there and then like she pulls it all down and then you realize like that she was the one chasing her the whole like from the beginning i'm like is it me or was that not hammered home enough like was that it was, was not for that, sure that was kind of abrupt right like that was that was a little like oh okay like, oh shit all right so I, I know you're interested in this girl that was that's fine i understand that wait oh this is you're you're behind the whole thing like i, I feel like they could have they could have uh hammered that home a little bit more the hardest part is it's that was why she's doing it's relatable that's right. the hardest part about the whole thing is you understand like oh for she sure she wants to be happy you know what it, I mean and I mean, who doesn't want to be happy in 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 that regard this is very much a sequel to Wandavision you know like this right. is the direct continuation of that storyline of her losing everything her losing vision her realizing that these children that she created could be real and are real in another universe and like the, it's her it's a direct continuation of both her and Doctor Strange storyline but just that 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 point where they're like yeah she is the main bad guy and she is the one who has been chasing america through all of these you know multiverses i didn't i didn't pick up on that right away it took me like another scene to like think back i was like wait so she's after america here but like was she the one like always after her i'm like okay i guess so this movie does not stop the pacing is fast it's intense there's really no moment to take a break there's a rare rarely a lull and it, it just goes it's the best way to put it it's totally wild totally wild all over the place yes uh but still contained and still focused which was i think a, yeah. probably a tough thing to do for something that could have had a scale that just got out of control but i, I think it, it was focused enough where it made sense yeah uh, let, let's talk about america quick like america chavez man uh one of my favorite new characters definitely one of the my favorite characters we've gotten in the mcu phase four so far yeah, super cool. I, th- I thought that the actress that played her did a great job. Really, really. I mean, like she is the story of this movie. Like she is the, you know, she she is the MacGuffin of the movie. That she is, she can access the multiverse, not at her own will. I guess you know she has to control her power. She can't do that. Um, but I mean that that's a that's a really really cool power to have. And I thought the the visual behind that, like the star that forms, is like a super super cool looking thing. Yeah, I totally agree. I I, I couldn't help but think the whole time in this movie that. I love the relationship Dr. Strange had with her because it felt like some of that stemmed from his relationship with Peter Parker Sure. in what we yeah. just saw with Spider-Man, right? There's elements of that where he's, he's probably way harder on Peter Parker, but here he's, he, he's a little softer with her. He, I think he, it's almost like he built up to that a little bit. So there were, there was a nice balance there. There was but yeah, like American Chavez. Damn. One yeah. of my favorite parts of the movie. Me too, for yeah. sure. And the, just to th- speak on that relationship a little bit, it's interesting because like 
everybody else who has ever encountered a Doctor Strange in the multiverse, including the one that she just came from, thinks of him as like a guy who was eventually going to screw this whole thing up. And the the last time we saw that Doctor Strange that she was with, he was about to kill her for her power. Like he was like, I'm taking, you know, I, I brought you this far. We, 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 I tried it the, you know, I tried it the moral way and we're at the end of the road and I, I have to take the easy way out and I have to do this. And, you know, our Doctor Strange just never would do that. So interesting. I mean, isn't it crazy to think like at this point in the MCU, how vital, how important, how much Dr. Strange has gone through, yeah, right? Yes. Like even just the, the solo movie in 2016, but then infinity war, he, this does not happen without him, right? Like they do not eventually defeat Thanos without his foresight there. Then of course you get to end game and, and you see what happens in uh, Spider-Man no way home. Like th- this guy is, he's the face of the MCU right now. Yeah. He, oh, he, yeah. he very much is your, your, you know, he's your Tony Stark right now for sure. We've got in, in the chat, we've got uh hockey man CV who was, who was at the premiere with us. So that was a good time. So he says, how about Wong turning on her too? just seemed out of nowhere. So to speak to that, I think that shows us how Dr. Strange is the real sorcerer Supreme. Dr. Strange is the real, you know, he, he's the real lawful good. Like he, Wong is not strong enough. He's not strong yeah. enough mentally to make, to, to make that right call into, into, you know, all right, we're at our wits end here. There's an easy solution. It, it is a solution. And he sees it and he's like, okay, let's take it. Dr. Strange is not that guy. He, he would never, yeah. he, our, our Dr. Strange is, is, is too strong and too smart to make that decision. So, you know, it, it's kind of a little bit of commentary on like, you know, yeah, sure. Wong is sorcerer supreme and he's, he's getting a lot of knowledge, but we know who really is like the, we know who's the the real sorcerer in, in Earth six one six. And how easily, yeah, how easily he was like, okay, Wanda, let's go do what you want. Like, help her. Oh, no, right. let's get off my back, kind of thing. Like, right. So yeah, that's a great point for sure. Um, what about uh, Rachel McAdams here, returning as Christine? I, I always liked her character in the first movie, and I liked that she's kind of the emotional, the pulse and heartbeat behind uh, behind Doctor Strange and. I honestly, I knew she was back for the sequel, but I didn't really think that we'd see her in a relatively prominent role. I thought she'd just kind of be there, but um, she, she's that. She's the pulse of, of everything that he needs to kind of remain focused, I think. Agreed. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we, I, when we first saw that she was going to be in this, I, I, just like you, I thought that she would have just been in it for that wedding scene. And it would kind of just be like a reminder of, of the, the life that Dr. Strange couldn't have. Um, but in, in what if, if you, if you watch what if at all, you, you realize that like that character is the pulse of what Dr. Strange is like that, that is his turmoil. That is what he suffers yeah. with. The fact that he never was able to make that relationship work and in other universes. He's destroyed the universe to try to make that happen. Right. Um, so Any I didn't expect yeah, and I and I didn't expect to get some of that in this movie, and we get you know we get a full on uh, version of her in a different a different universe, uh, which I yeah I mean I thought was awesome. How cool is her role towards the end of that movie and kind of like keeping the demons away from him? Yeah. And then even when she pulls out whatever she does there with the candle and blows the demons right. away. Dude, it, oh my uh, God. We, we talk about how bizarre, how bizarre this movie is. It's just like that was one of the scenes where I'm like, okay, this is just like anything can happen. And, it, and at the end of the day, it's all just witchcraft and it's all just sorcery. Like he he's just laying there and there's just these, Oh wait, you know what? Oh, the demons might come and stop me. And then they just fly out of his body and she just picks up, picks up this chalice and starts blowing the Roman candles at the two. Like, I'm like, all right, this is insane. Um, but on her character, you know, some of the dialogue with her, we, we mentioned before, like, this is a Sam Raimi movie, right? Like, I'm like, is this just is this just MJ from Spider Man one and two? Yeah. Because like man, it is written just like her. They they have those long shots. They have that dialogue. Sure. It's it's so similar. You know what? She's a better MJ though. I'll say that. I love this character because, well, it's it's a little bit different take on her. And to be For fair, sure. it's a different version of her, right? Like it's from oh my gosh, 
Earth eight something. Right. But it's a higher uh, number. Any, I knew that. Eight one <laughs> yeah. or something like that. I think it was. I think, I think it was eight one eight. So she is She like that. Obviously, just a, just a touch different. Obviously, at the at the the heart and the the center of who that character is supposed to be. That's who she is. There's going to be little variation across the the multiverse, but uh, I really was happy with how that went. And even the thing with the watch is such a nice little nostalgic callback. It was cool. Uh, that that that's what fits in there. So go ahead, Judd. Once we got to that point and we saw this version of that character, what's her name again? Is it Kate? Christine. 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 Uh, I don't know why that was six for me. Once we see this this Christine and she's you know she's such a big part of this this you know this Illuminati organization whatever she's a scientist. I for a split second once we got the absolute bomb that Reed Richards is in the movie and it's John Krasinski. Like we'll talk about that obviously in a second. Amazing. I thought for a second that she was going to be like a member of the fantastic four, that she was going to like do something oh. cool when, when it was just her in America. I'm like, is she going to be like the invisible woman or something like that? Like I, I had, I had a thought for a second. I'm like, Oh, do it, do it, do it. But, I thought for sure. They're going to kill her off. Like yeah, kill her in front of him. And like, yeah. Lynch, yeah. That that's where I was going, Tim. I I was like, oh, she's done, or like when uh, everything else happened. I was like, when she, or actually when when Wanda was getting into it with uh, Xavier, and they kind of ran down the hallway. I thought that like Wanda was going to pop up and just take her her out. I was like, here's a here's a jump scare coming. So. I kind of alluded to it. I said I thought, I, you know, I had a split second where I thought that she might be something that she wasn't. We we alluded to this before where, like, there were some expectations. We thought we would get more of, like, X, Y, and Z. Personally, I just thought we would get more cameos and more more yes. multiversal cameos. Like, I expected I expected a Deadpool. I expected to fly through. I up so much. Right. Like, again, I know we saw Charles Xavier, but I expected to, fl- to fall through the Fox universe and see, like, you know, the school and stuff like that. I expected a couple of those things, and we literally got n- n- almost nothing. More, m- nothing more than... You know, Reed Richards as John Krasinski, which again is huge. Before before I finish it, even to go back to the beginning of the movie, when they're fighting this giant monster in the middle of New York City, Wong and Doctor Strange, I'm like, okay, when's Spider Man going to swing by? Yeah. This is, this is New York City, and there's a giant monster. Spider Man is very well active, right? He's like doing his own thing. Where where is Spider Man? So I couldn't help but like just wonder where all of that was. I just wanted a little more from that. So I was. I, I have to see the movie again, but during that fight early on in the streets in New York City, I felt like the one cafe that gets demolished is the one from Spider-Man. I guess Spider-Man 2 and 3. I'm thinking back to it. I'd have to go on and look again, but that was in my head. It, it all happened so fast. Anyway, uh, I on that note, before we get into the cameos, so to speak, I am so with you. This was teased as having crazy, and there were a few, but like a lot in terms of quantity four cameos i want to say benedict cumberbatch maybe was the guy who was even like oh there's like the most cameos of any superhero movie ever not so much so especially when we're talking mcu and yeah like come on that might be mathematically right but like we expected uh, you know like because you because you count you you count maria rambo's monica maria rambo which one is the Monica. Monica. So Monica. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I forget. So <laughs> I think it's Monica. The the older of the Rambos, the mother Rambo. Uh, you know, Carol Danvers' friend. She's Captain Marvel in this movie. That that was super super cool. Seeing Charles yeah. Xavier was awesome. Like there was good cameos. Like that stuff was cool. But like, I just wanted so I wanted a Deadpool. I wanted another you know another um yes. uh reference to the Silver Surfer. I'm sorry, not Silver Surfer. I'm talking thinking Fantastic Four, but Quicksilver, right? Like to to Evan Peters, Quicksilver. Yeah. You know something like, like give me a little bit. 
So that being said, like, I think what felt like was teased was that there was a big quantity, but what we ended up getting was really nice quality for what it's worth, which at the end of the day is probably better. But like, I'm with you, John, the whole movie, I was like, all right, what, yeah. when's it going to happen? It, when- it was kind of like how I felt with Spider-Man. I was like, now is the moment. Now is the moment. And it, you know, it's, it was one villain after another. And then we got our, our Peter Parkers and I was like in heaven. It happened. And we knew we weren't going to get that magnitude, but I, from what I was hearing, even from people who uh, I stayed social media silent just basically all week. Yeah. And a lot of friends kind of were like, Hey, don't look at TV uh, for the TV spots that have been released, things like that. And at the end of the day, like I was very surprised. And even in the post credit scenes, we didn't really get much. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, that, for sure. I, I, I'm a little disappointed. I'll, I'll admit it. I was right. spoiled. Like, yeah. I got, I saw a spoiler. Oh, on about what John Krasinski. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that would suck so bad, and again, yep. I imagine I that's so mad. And that's really at the end of the day, that's the only spoiler that could have been out there. That's and the it wasn't only... even like a trending. I was on Twitter. It was a suggested tweet. Oh, that's that's what it all. That, like, what am I supposed to do? Week of a movie. I know. You can't, I you can't go on Twitter. Feed. Bam. I'm like, that's how I. That, right. That's how I got got with uh, the Mandalorian episode like, on. one. The day Disney Plus dropped. I'm so excited to go on Twitter and just see how people are liking Disney Plus, the new service, and it recommends the Mandalorian. With a colon, baby Yoda. I'm like, what is a baby Yoda? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, I like I I just especially like a few days before a movie, if not a week out. Like I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I was good about this I one. Mean, but it's not, not the end of the world. But yeah, I, I was yeah. I was very good about this one. But now I'm like, oh, I could have wasted more of my life on Twitter <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> right. So let's let's talk about the the cameos here. For I, the big one, I think across the board. Uh, it's funny, uh, before the movie started, we're talking about all the things we want to see and all the possible multiverse things. You know, uh, Ryan sitting next to me, he goes, I, Tom Cruise is Iron Man. That's what I want to see. And I'm like, I think you're going to see it. Yeah. We didn't see it. But then for me, I go, I want Krasinski as Captain America in an alternate universe because he, he wanted to play Captain America before uh, they ultimately landed on Chris Evans. And I was like, that's the one. So sure enough, Krasinski shows up but he's not Captain America. Holy shit. Mr. Fantastic himself. Yeah. That's cool. That was the moment for me that I think I'll never forget. And holy shit. Like if he's not in what is going to be the fantastic four, I quit. Yeah. We riot. (laughs) I mean, like, come on, you can't make that. That would be, that would be sacrilege. If you, 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 it was so awesome too. Like he did such a good job. He did a really good job. He fits well in the MCU. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he got more, he got more time on screen than I expected. I mean, he got absolutely slaughtered like the entire, uh, did, did it's either... hard for me to separate. It's almost a typecast for me with Jim Halpert with The Office. Yeah, it's, it can be. I know that's not fair, but like, damn, was that awesome to see. Like, right. that's something I've waited. If there was one man or woman that you were like, hey, tell me who you want to see in Phase 4, I would have been like Krasinski. I want him in Fantastic Four or anything. And holy shit, I didn't expect it, but damn, we got it. And it was awesome. Did, did I... either of you guys watch Invincible? Yes, no. dude. So this isn't. I mean, it's. I don't know. You're not gonna even if you ever watch it, you won't remember the spoiler. But like the the, the Illuminati getting slaughtered by Wanda yeah. reminded me of. I forget the names, but yeah. the Omni Man just destroying yes, the, um, the team. That what's the team called? Like the it's something absolutely silly, like the Guardians yes. of the World or something like that. Yeah, um, it might be the Guardians of the Earth. I just pulled it out of nowhere. But um, it just it, like the the vibes were so similar of her just slaughtering the best the the, the you know the mightiest shocked. people in the world. 
he's like, oh, we can kill you in one breath or whatever he says. And he's like, with yes. one mouth. And he's like, right. And then that, it's like, I was like, that oh, scene specifically reminded there. me of it. It was like, oh, oh, like, it, oh my it was God. bizarre. It Dude, was bizarre. We got into uh, the boys territory a little bit. If you, if you guys yes. have watched that, it's, and I was like, very similar, very similar. Right. Like we're. The you know, shots Peggy Carter like, in half. I was like, "Holy shit. dude!" That was so. Let's talk about that real quick. We we got Peggy Carter, which that was freaking cool. That I was had a big no one idea too. Who Cap was right? Like, who's the Shield? That's what I thought. It was Krasinski. And I'm like, my prediction. Oh, but that was still really cool. So obviously, a lot of what if parlayed into this. But that death was. That's like bothersome. The MCU? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That that, that has to be that has to be like the most gruesome thing to happen yes. to a human in the Easily. MCU. You know, Easily. like yeah. I I don't think anything is is close. Uh, I, well, then again, I guess the 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 the, the mouth guy is pretty damn close to. He he exploded his own brains. Sure. I mean, that was pretty. Those two right there. You know, they 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 are now number one and two. It was ugly. <laughs> it was some bad bad stuff going on. Uh, even Xavier like getting the the snap there with his right. neck like. I love that scene. Me too. Like the red. The red. Oh, yeah. The fog. It looked like I was going to turn to you and be like, Last Jedi. Looks like great. Yes. But um, the visuals there were very beautiful. And honestly, that helped a lot with me in this movie because I'm like, there's nothing inside Wanda that is telling her this is wrong, but there was, right? So she's, there's something going on in her head. She's got this struggle between good Wanda and Scarlet Witch, this horrible, horrible individual i thought and it was her body was, yeah I, th- I think that was the mind was of the other wanda that was the mind of the wanda she was that she was taking over. over and she was suppressed by the new wanda i'm pretty sure well what i'm what saying is to. that was a visual that summed a lot of things up for me oh, when sure. when, mm-hmm. when that when they kind of like zoomed in on both of their their eyes respectively i was like what's going on here is she gonna possess him no, they were getting inside each other's minds, and yep. that was very powerful. And it really helped, I think, in terms of story visuals to mm-hmm. aid. Hey, this is what's happening right now. You know, like it, it cleared a lot up. I think. Yeah, yeah not a, not that easy kind of thing. Like it's not like just a simple thing that she's doing. But I loved like just the overall context of the movie of how overpowered she is. Like that's been ridiculous. The thing. That's been talked about for years. People are like. You know, she obviously we talked about it in Endgame. She could have ripped apart Thanos, but yeah, I mean, there, the, there was the other Russos, stuff going on. The Russo said she would have. Like the Russos yes. have said, like she yes. would have ruined, like, killed Thanos right there, right? Like that's how powerful she is. Like she is the most powerful Avenger or being, however you want to look at it. And we got to see that on full display. And I'm really yeah. happy that they did swing into the full villain mode for her on this because it felt like. I mean, I've always enjoyed her character, no matter what capacity it was. But this was like next level unlocked. Like this is the definitive Wanda that we saw tonight. Elizabeth Olsen, what a what a what a creepy, haunting, brilliant performance. Like she is, she is so good at what she does. Yes, dude. What what a she if if she doesn't perform the way she does. This does not work out as no. well, nearly as well as a horror movie. If she's not creepy, then this doesn't work, right? Like she, she has to pull that off. She is terrifying. Like even, even not in those, you know, those horror scenes where she's, you know, there's a couple jump scares or she's cutting people in half or snapping people's necks. Like even that aside, just her mannerisms and like what she says and how she presents it, like she's terrifying. Dude, let's think about some of the things that went into the mindset here. There's an an occasion. Um, where she, oh, what do we call it? Where you like you take over your body in another dimension? Dreamwalk. Dreamwalk. So, 
when she does that, at least for the first time, and the Dreamwalk version of Wanda looks at the camera, oh. I I was cringing. Yeah. Yes. It was creepy. That like, when does anyone ever look directly into the camera in the MCU? At least on the big screen. That was like yeah. insane. Up so it, if you think about too, in the lead up past, you know, when Disney Plus was announced and all of these slates of, of MCU TV shows plus movies were happening, WandaVision was always connected very closely to Doctor Strange. And if I'm not mistaken, these two were supposed to come out much closer together before WandaVision ended up getting shuffled to the, the front of the playlist because that was the first MCU show right. on Disney Plus. But man, are these intertwined? Like, if if you have not watched WandaVision, you have oh, to go back and watch it. Yeah, again. if if you want to understand where Wanda is at right now, like this this is the direct sequel to WandaVision in a lot of ways. It's a sequel to two things. It's a, you know, it's a sequel to Doctor yes. Strange. I mean, yeah, it's 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 two sequels. You know, so, so I have a little piece that I think we should do, considering this is more of a horror movie. Uh, what's that death for you? So I know you guys do this uh, stuff a oh, lot. Yeah, the show, the so what was that death that uh, that hit you the most? That you thought was the most gruesome whatever it is why you picked it most creative coolest uh i'll go first this time because you know since i started it uh, i don't want to steal my my death but mine was john krasinski when uh uh mr fantastic because she's like hey you know do you have kids like i understand like trying to relate with her like okay good do you have a wife and he's like yeah it's like oh good then there'll be someone to take care of the kids when you're gone and just like pulls them apart i was like she's psychotic oh my god like that might be the most so done so well done i was like that might be the darkest line in the movie yes i thought when she said that i'm like oh he's just painted a target on her back right (laughs) no she doesn't give a shit about that she's just going and and destroy all you're standing in front of me that's it (sighs) from a psychological standpoint absolutely uh for for me, like Peggy is something I won't ever get out of my head. Yeah, the yeah. sound, the shield afterwards, her face, oh, like that happened in an MCU movie. Are you kidding me right now? Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I'm I'm doubling I, down on Peggy. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I think that's, that's like insane. I mean, that's, cut that's in half brutal. with her own. I thought shield. the mouth thing was cool too, but the mouth thing was awesome. I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll be completely honest. The only reason I didn't mention it because I don't know that dude's name and I didn't want to look yeah. stupid. I don't know what it is. <laughs> who the heck is that guy's name? That is very much that is that is that is very much an invincible slash the boys yes. superhero. Like that is like a made up ass like weird superhero like you would find in one of those shows. Uh, it's Joe, funny because like. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say if you you like the boys, you have to watch Invincible, dude. You you have to. Yeah, it's so good. I'm guess- so I'm so weird with gore. So like, I don't <laughs> like Game of Thrones, and I stop because I'm like, no, this is stupid. Like they're just going week it's not to week that. on. How can we out gore last week? But with the boys, I felt like the story was super compelling, and I Invincible some of the horrible stuff that they would show. Invincible story is better really? than the boys. Yes, it's it, insane. It is not gore for gore's sake. It is the story is yes. You get yes, to pro- I don't binge a lot of shows. I was addicted. Like oh my god, me too. You guys know you know that it's very few and far between for me to like pick up a series and go after Joe, it. The boys was something that I just had to go. Joe, I'll be but honest. If you're saying that. When I watched Invincibles, I didn't realize gore was a factor. I didn't. I didn't read the comics. I didn't have much background. I just saw people are raving about this adaptation of of Invincible. So I start watching it, and the gore isn't even like in your face. So I'm just like, oh, this this story is absolutely interesting. Like, I might buy the comics, and all of a sudden that like something like that Damn. happens, and like there's a massacre. Like that, you know, it's it's additive. It's not the point of the show. The show is yeah. so yeah. good. You will you will absolutely love it. But you know, I actually put off watching it forever, and then I was like, ah, it looks okay. Like. 
like some other Joe is like, ah, maybe one day I'll watch it. And then I finally started watching. I was like, yeah, Joe, you'll love it. I promise. Oh. I promise you. All right. Yeah. That's enough for me for uh, to check it out. It, yeah. It's so few and far between that. I'll pick up a new series. I'd rather watch the office for the 25th time. Like, it's, it's, it's super it's short. It's all of mine. It's yeah, super short so, too. I think there's what like don't watch eight, it with the kids. Seven. <laughs> yeah, Daisy might say like she might say like, oh, it's no, animated, no. Daddy. Let me watch. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna watch that. And not gonna watch multiverse. Why is his intestines on the floor? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want. I don't want to have to do that uh, right. for sure. So uh, I did. We, we've been talking about it here, but Xavier was really cool. We knew that was happening, but still, I am, exists in the MCU. I'm so surprised they they did that. So because of the fact, so we talked about we you know we had the expectation of so much more. Part of that was the fact that they dropped Charles Xavier in the freaking trailer, right? So yeah. like yeah, we're like, oh, you, you guys have the gall to drop Charles Xavier in the trailer. You got something up your sleeve, and they did, right? But we you know we thought it would be more. Um, this you know they you know objectively I guess they did. But like man, if they would have saved that too, if we would have gotten Charles Xavier to be a, a pop like that, plus John Krasinski, plus the other small ones, like. We might be having a different conversation. See, I think they should have saved that in hindsight now because when right. when he, you know, Patrick Stewart said, "Yeah, that's me." You know, as, as that trailer drops, as me and every discussion that I've ever had about this this movie before seeing it went, I was like, "What could it's got to be just like bonkers off the wall. We're getting everything here. This is the one that opens up the gateway. Yes. Not so much. <laughs> uh, Chris and chat, the, the X-Men theme when that hit, ah, oh, dude, that, that may have been one of the coolest parts of the movie when they had that little, it's just a small little X-Men riff that came through when, when Xavier scrolled on the screen, like, Oh, so good. Yeah. What a, what a nice, uh, also line from uh, Dr. Strange when they talk about the fantastic four, he says like, weren't you big in the sixties? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like I thought that was really awesome. Very star Lord. I feel like that was the only part of the movie. I felt like the comedy was almost like pushing. Cause he kept going with it like the entire time for each character. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like, Maybe we didn't fine. quite need that. I didn't like dislike it, but I felt like it's the only time that it was like, you know, there there was probably only one moment that was a laugh out loud for me, and I can't even remember it. I remember towards the end of the movie, maybe something Wong said, but like I remember, like, oh, finally I laughed. You know, there right. was just you know, it so wasn't that great. Think about that. There there wasn't a lot of laugh out loud, and we talk about these opening that experiences, and we talk about it on Star Wars reviewed, MCU reviewed. That makes these movies even more special when you sit there at a theater full, it's sold out, everyone's on the same page, and you applaud like a play. You cry together, you laugh together. There wasn't a lot of that here. Yeah, there wasn't the a lot of scene. laughs for sure. There wasn't a lot of laughs. Yeah, maybe. I, I have a theory about why there weren't a lot of laughs. And this is a theory. I've got plenty of evidence on it. At least three prior films. Sam Raimi is just not funny. You continue on. I'll be back in two seconds. <laughs> no worries. Sam Raimi is not a funny person. And when he tries to be, he just misses. He's just not I a wonder, funny guy. John, I, I, I think that could be valid. But like, also... Maybe that's part of why he was here for this movie. Is oh, that, like, sure. hey, we, we don't we don't need this to be classic MCU funny. Like yeah, totally. This is supposed to be dark. This is supposed to be um a little bit fresh in, in terms of how it feels. Cause by the way, there's nothing like this in terms of the MCU, in terms of Marvel, in terms of superhero movies that I can recall. This even if I think about dark movies, let's think about like dark Logan comic or something, movies. right? Logan, uh Dark Knight come to mind. Uh, Deadpool in a twisted way. This is the most unique superhero it's movie. So I've ever out seen. there, it's so out there, and I would say, especially just compared to the MCU, it is like it is so different. There's nothing even close. Nothing, and not even like 
anything that's not close even to, WandaVision. Right, exactly. It's very dark. It's very, very weird. I'm I'm not even talking like there's nothing even close to this. There's just nothing this different in the MCU. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just so not what we're used to. And again, there's there's elements there. Like we obviously we get some talk about Thanos and we see, you know, how that stuff was handled in different universes. And again, we haven't talked much about the multiverse. Pretty freaking cool to to see them go through these universes and see different versions of Doctor Strange. And again, we talked about the other cameos of different Captain America and the and um Captain Marvel and stuff like that. But just to hear the conversations about like what happened with Thanos on their universe and and to realize like, man, you put it in perspective, like the Infinity Saga was everything. It was everything, right? It was the entire universe, but it was just one universe, right? Like yeah. th- these these other universes wouldn't even have been affected if they had failed, if Earth-616 had failed. It's kind of cool. I like that stuff. It is mind-blowing to think about in a lot of ways. Um, is, is there, like, what would you say, John? I We were both excited for prob what we thought would be probable cameos or um, I guess views into other worlds, whether it was, you know, the Fox Marvel stuff, but uh, like, is there one character that you're really upset that you, you thought you might've seen that you didn't see that, that comes to mind? Uh, specific character. I mean, I think maybe the easy one is Deadpool. And, and I guess to me, it's, I think it's mutants in general. I would have just loved to see, again, I'm not even the biggest X-Men fan. Like I thought those movies were pretty good. They, they were good. And they, then they got like real bad. I didn't even watch like dark Phoenix and stuff like that. Like they, they got real bad, but some of them were fun. Right. And again, a lot of those portrayals of those X-Men characters were incredible. So like, I'm excited to see how they bring the X-Men into the MCU. So I was super, super excited, especially based on the trailers, knowing we already got Charles Xavier, right? So I, I was excited to hopefully see some X-Men. Deadpool fits into that. So that's where I'm at. I, I can't believe we didn't. Uh, Deadpool is it for me, and I've been campaigning for that since the the whole Fox purchase was happening. Like, right. I wanted the, a stupid after credit scene with Deadpool after Endgame. Just something. Give me anything at all, and I'm I'm kind of surprised. Three years later, we haven't. But yeah, um, you think about like good opportunities to suck him into this universe, and like this almost seemed like it was like, all right, we're running out of multiverse stuff. I think, right? Like we got we. I think you and I are on the same page. We're like they have to wrap up this multiverse stuff eventually, unless this is just the new MCU and everything's multiversal. I don't know. There's there's got to be some rules here, as we've talked about, some skin in the game, some weight to these actions. But like, um, I think about what could have been so really cool sequence in maybe the first third of the movie where they're uh, Dr. Strange in America are flipping through all these different multiverses real quick. Even the animated one, the paint one, the paint, all oh, that yeah. was so cool. Like what if for like a second, they just stopped and Deadpool talked to Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange would have something smart ass to say. Right. What a perfect thing. Right. You know? Or even if they're like, if, if they fly through like an existing Deadpool movie, like the, the beginning sequence of Deadpool yes. two or something like that, like, you know, if, if if like the slow motion car sequence, if they somehow like went right through the middle of that, how cool would that be, right? Dude, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I am so with you on that. Uh, eventually, we're gonna get our due, and it's gonna be awesome. Say hello. Tim, we've, we've got a guest here. Yes, very special guest. I had to go get her because everyone's sleeping. But oh, hi. No, hey, hi. She, she wants to watch that Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, she does. <laughs> say hello, Tim. You say no. Hello. Say hi. She's not having it, Tim. She's like, you guys watched the movie. I didn't get to watch it. I'm not participating in this conversation. We'll get a smile. Don't you worry. Yeah. (laughs) Show them up. Yeah. yeah, So, Tim, we were just saying, like, who who (laughs) is 
is there one character you were really upset that you thought you might have seen that you didn't see in this from a cameo standpoint? Deadpool. We, we, yeah, yeah, we, we both we picked the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I that, wanted to see that. That's going to be my go-to that. until I actually see him in the MCU. Just like the comedy sure. aspect and like putting, throwing him in there would have been awesome. I could just pick him and be like, what the, f-? like just when yeah. the guy came, like it would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been good. What so, would have been good? 100%. It, um, Rambo is Captain Marvel was cool to see. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really surprised, actually, how much this felt like a, a sequel to Doctor Strange because I, I think back to like first Captain America movie and then Winter Soldier, and yeah, it's a sequel, but Winter Soldier felt like it was such a distant movie from a far, you know, a far cry from what that first one was. But I think Multiverse of Madness correlates to the first Doctor Strange much more than even Winter Soldier does to Captain America: The First Avenger, and that's a yeah. weird thing. I never anticipated that happening. Sure. So yeah, um, I I do yeah. feel like this was it was still pretty quite it was still quite different, you know. We we talked about oh, how yeah. different it was. Yeah. So it, again, was it was it really like that leap? I think I think Doctor Strange took that leap in character and that leap in like presence in those in those team up movies, right? So like we didn't have that, yeah. you know, where yeah. where where you know like a those examples you gave, like a cap, like he took that second you know that 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 second step in his sequel movie. We didn't need that from Doctor Strange here because he did that in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame and, you know, even like the post credit or even like that small bit he was in in Thor Ragnarok. Like he. Spider Man. Spider Man, for sure. Huge. Huge part of it. There was. Um, so, uh, speaking of post credits, who, who was that actress? Was that. Um, no clue. No clue. Yeah. I, I, I recognize was that the Charlize actress. Charlize Theron? Was she an Eternal? Because that's what it looked like. No, right? she wasn't Eternal. No. Was that Charlize Theron? I don't think it was. I could be wrong, but I don't wonder where they're I feel going. Like that's that who it was, but I, I, yeah, same. I could be wrong. Um, wouldn't that, I? I like when Marvel is a little bit funny with their their post credit scenes, like especially what we got tonight, uh, where the dude's punching himself and is like, "That's it," and, <laughs> and then it's over. Like it's yeah. so it's so tongue in cheek to be like, it, it what, is "You waited for this." All right, boom. Wow, good call. I definitely think there's gonna be like a Shang Chi Doctor Strange because that was kind of how that's the another one, ended, right? I was totally expecting Shang Chi. Like we got Wong, like you know, popping into Shang Chi multiple times. Like in the middle of the movie, they were at that fight scene with whatever, and then at the end of the movie, he's like, "Hey, man, we like we need you for whatever. We need you for this. Like you're you're coming yeah. in, you know. Like I was fully expecting like when they were they were gearing up and fortifying Kamertage, mm. I was expecting Shang Chi to pop in and be like, "Yep, I'm here, man. Like where was that?" Hey, we even got in the end of Shang Chi uh, a Captain Marvel cameo. So like, there's a little correlation. It's obviously not Brie Larson, but it's Captain Marvel. So like, there was a tie in there. Wait, what was um, that? What was that? What was that post credit scene or or whatever? What uh, so that is very end, if I'm not mistaken, of Shang Chi, and they're standing around the table. It's Bruce Banner. It is uh, Captain Marvel, and I can't yes. remember what they're talking about. Oh, she's so talking about a, a, a threat yes. on the outside. So here's what I'm thinking. Oh, there's nothing saying this movie was before, after, because this had been before. Because that explained why it was only Wong, and not Doctor Strange there at the end. And he's the one running the meeting, saying, "Hey, we have a the thing going on outside of planet. We need your help," kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure there's there's a chance that that timeline is defined, and we just don't know about it. But I guess we'll. Yeah, you, you could be right. I feel like with the MCU, we never know. Like unless it, unless we, it's like on the nose, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Shang Chi. I really love that movie I in terms of what we got it. 
for the MCU last year, and I want more of that character, and I want him to <laughs> pop too. up. So I, I was disappointed that we did not see him tonight. wasn't top of mind, but the more we talk about it, the more it would have made sense. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, one thing I wanted to... I thought that was kind of interesting, a little bit symbolic. He fixes the watch at the end uh, cool. of the movie. Yeah. And, like, it, 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 they're basically... So his conversation with see. Christine... Not Kate is which Christine? Which multiverse Christine? Eight eight one eight one two. <laughs> yeah, that one. Eight one eight something or other. It's all Christine. She uh, she kind of told him to not be afraid, and I love that because it kind of it felt like it set him on the right path. So when we see Doctor Strange at the end of the movie, he seems happy before the very end. But it, when he, he's fixing that watch, it's symbolic because he he fixes it with a new lens, right? So he's seeing life through a new lens. And I was just like, ah, I see what you're so doing here. There's there, that. That's perfect. That's that, that. That's on the nose too, but he also puts it away. So I think that's also like, mm-hmm. I, I I'm fixing this, you know, I'm fixing the way I feel about this chapter of my life. And I'm also moving, moving on from it. I'm putting it aside. Like, it's like the realization, like, Hey, I get it, but doesn't yes. mean I have to handle it right now. Like I got other stuff to worry about. No, I think this was, I John, think we do was, have you on mute on discord for what it's worth just now. Uh, I, I know I had a button I should have shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I really I, the more we've talked about this, I think the more I've already come to enjoy mm-hmm. this movie. And I don't think I was Tim and I, you, I like we were not down on it. We just weren't like it's hard coming off of Spider Man where it was yes. like holy crap, all of that just happened and it happened better than I could have imagined. There was a lot of fan service in this. There was a lot of what felt like callbacks to comics that I think most of us on this podcast don't understand. But we can appreciate it. And Chris and Ryan, who we were sitting with in the theater, those guys are comic nerds. They know their stuff. They were calling out references all night. And I'm like, that's over my head. I, I don't understand it, but I appreciate it. Yeah. So glad we got some Fantastic Four in the MCU finally. We got some X-Men just barely and some variations of some well-known characters. We got from an X-Man. What it, we yeah. got an X-Man. Yeah, exactly. So I... Good stuff overall. Uh, and anything I'm I'm missing here? Any, no, I think anything? that's a. I mean, yeah, you know, I think the point of this was kind of just to give our immediate reactions. That's what this was. We we had some ups and downs even in this conversation, and I, I agree with you. I think I'm even higher on this movie than I was, you know, when we first pressed record here. I think I think this conversation, you know, yeah, it, it, it brought me. It maybe may have brought me up to a four out of five on this movie, right? Like, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Honestly, like it, it's it's a really good movie. There's a lot of cool stuff in it. Like it's 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 good. I was a little upset Wanda died. I definitely wanted her to like have... She's, oh, she's not dead, dude. Are you kidding me? I don't think so. No way. There's no chance. You think a bunch of rocks are... You see what she just did in that movie and a true. bunch of rocks that are going to her out? Oh, that yeah. True. That's like I, that's the that's like the thinnest veil of a, of a death we've ever seen in the MCU. There's no yeah, chance she's true. gone. I have it on a uh, good record that tomorrow we're getting WandaVision Season 2 announced. You know, <laughs> I don't... I, um, <laughs> Uh, what, oh, here's one. What what did you guys think of the sequence Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange towards the end of the movie with the musical notes? Yo, wild, wild. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up because when I talk about how bizarre this movie is, that that's like the pinnacle. Like they literally fought each other using music notes. What the heck? It was so weird, but it worked in it a was weird way. I was brilliant. I was yeah. all in. I was all in. I had no idea who scored this movie until the end when we saw the credits. It was Danny Elfman. Yep. He's not, I don't think he's done anything MCU if I'm not mistaken. He's, he's done Maybe, so much. Yeah. But 
Uh, he it makes sense. He captures that kind of whimsical nature. And dude. oh my yeah, gosh, dude, that was so awesome to because they'd fire a note and musically it matched. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had to. Yes. I'm not, a, I'm not a music guy, it so I, I couldn't, so good. I couldn't have confirmed. But I'm like, oh, I know this matches just based on like you know the, the fact that this is in the MCU. I know all these music, all these notes are right. Um, it took me a second. I'm like, this is weird. This is like Superman cellophane ass weird. But then I'm yeah. like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> No, it's not. I love this. This is bizarre. It's magic. There's no rules. This is sick. It was so yeah, sick. How about Benedict Cumberbatch's range in playing the different versions of Doctor Strange? Gotta be tough. Mm-hmm. Gotta be tough to, I mean, we just, you know, wrap up something like Moon Knight and see what Oscar Isaac did in that right. very similar situation. It's gotta be yeah. tough to play off yourself. And he did three or four versions at different times. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this, uh, probably to, to lead off here, uh, Ryan, who was sitting next to me, wanted this so bad. So I was happy for him, but he got Zombie Doctor Strange. <laughs> cool way to do it. Cool way to do it. Yeah. And then, like, really cool payoff to be like, you know what? We buried this dead body. We got we to gotta figure out a way to get this guy back in the right universe. Who says he has to be alive? I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's clever. That's clever. That was sick. I, I can't believe that it went right over my head that in the first 20 minutes, they bury that, that body. And I was like, oh, it's fine. It's done. I don't. It was off my radar. Same here. I don't think it looked great visually, though. Like it literally just looked like Benedict Cumberbatch with one layer of makeup on his face. I know the mouth was like missing, so that was kind of cool. But like the you know the, the centerpiece didn't look great. So. Honestly, even the eyes looked like they were normal eyes. Like, yeah, you could like see. You, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, like also, it. you could see like around like the mask. It was just regular eyes. <laughs> yeah. If we're thinking the zombie like thing though, like he wasn't buried that long, right? Like if we want to go down yeah. that road, so like it kind of makes sense. He's not fully <sighs> yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm not saying that he should have been more deteriorated. I'm I'm just saying like the actual deterioration didn't look like convincing to me it looked like it looked I, like makeup one thing that was nice was he definitely when benedict was doing the voiceover for that he talked like he was holding his mouth like this yes like yes. that could have been so totally cool. under the radar that but was it wasn't that me. was directed really cool because like his head was like jolting back and forth too like that was that was well done the yeah. direction of the whole the whole thing was sweet just the i makeup. like that he controlled this the death like the spirits of death yeah, that was, in there yes. like, that was we, awesome. We talk about the music notes and like the you know this is just balls to the wall crazy. Whatever, what is? I don't know what was going on. That was insane. I think a lot of other yeah, movies I, I would have been like, this is ridiculous. But here, I'm in every time. Whether it was the spirits or the zombie or the musical note battle, which you could call a sing off. Yeah, um, like that. All of it, I went along with. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. Give me the the next craziest thing you can give. Yeah, that was it. Agreed. Yeah, Chris and Chad said like, yeah, with the yeah. demons, I wish they would have explained a little bit more on how the rules worked and stuff like that. And like, I, I guess like bottom line, I agree with you, but I was at the point in this movie where I'm like, I don't care. Just do whatever. I went for I, the ride. I'm so I in. was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I was That's, in between full and mid suspension of disbelief. I yes, think. exactly. So it's like, all right, okay. The, the, those demons are your cape now. Sweet. All right. Sweet. I'm in. What about, and we let off with it, but like just jumping back to, to probably wrap this up the, the horror stuff with Wanda, like, um, I know we touched on some of the elements, but even like the witchcraft stuff was very unsettling. Uh, and almost like the ritualistic stuff that she was going to do to America. Chavez was like to have her up on that pedestal like that. Like the way she had her like laid out. Like, yeah, sacrifice. Like like the Aztecs, like the sacrificial stuff to do to the God. Very like Salem Salem witch trial stuff. Kind of like that vibe for sure. Again, again, she's a witch on the deal for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, it's awesome how they did it intentional. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like in hindsight, if I'm thinking back to 
as early as Age of Ultron when they introduced this character or some of the stuff we got in Civil War or Infinity War, I never felt like I was going to see any resemblance of what we got tonight oh. with Wanda. And like, I'm happy they did because what range we talked about Benedict's range, but Elizabeth Olsen, my oh, gosh, that so was crazy. beautiful. Yeah. She, uh, she's, she does an interview. I think maybe after infinity war, like somebody asked her like, where would you like to see this character go? And she's done all the homework. Like she's read house of M and all this stuff like that. And she makes like a comment like, Oh, I would love to see them go down some of the comic routes where she does this and that. But Marvel would probably never go down the path of her creating two fake children in her brain and killing an entire, like, like she literally says the plot of WandaVision, like, and says like, Oh, they'll never do that. You know? And, to see the fact that like they totally went there with her and they went all the way it's it's crazy to think about but like I, she uh, stole the show for for me when it came to to that element of it and it doesn't work without her so uh, oh. overall yeah go ahead I just have I, I have another, one thing about Wanda and about like the way the dreams work. So we got like a pretty big like confirmation as to how something works in the MCU. It's like it's a pretty big deal to hear that if you're dreaming something, it exists in a, in, a, mm-hmm. in, in, in a multiverse, right? Like that's pretty it's pretty crazy. Like that's a fact. Like you have a dream, you are seeing a window to the multiverse, right? So like that to me, that's confirmation that like that Fox Quicksilver was something she had seen in a dream before, right? And she just brought that Mm -hmm. into Westview. And those children, like, they exist in a multiverse. So she has dreamt about them before. That's why she was able to literally create these exact children that exist in the multiverse. Like, the the dream thing is a big thread that I think that we'll see touched on. That's my aha moment in the movie. It's a big thread. Is when, um, what's his face? Wang was like, oh, the the dream where I'm running away from so-and-so in a clown mask. I laughed out loud at that one because that That was was one one. of the ones that was pretty good. Yeah. I think so. We talked about like on Star Wars Review, The Last Jedi, and in the first viewing for me and the second viewing, like I understood that Ryan Johnson set the rules and I didn't see it the first time. Tonight, I think, John, that is a big thing with the dreams here. Like you just establish a new rule, right, in the MCU for what we know moving forward. And it fits, like it fits with WandaVision as to why those characters are exactly the way that they were in other universes. Mm-hmm. Like it fits. So it's, it's again, was that a plan? And, you know, benefit, benefits of the MCU. I, I don't really care to ask that question as sometimes i do in star wars because things are a little bit messier story-wise right so that's the mcu yeah amazing that it's been this tight in terms of details and continuity for this long we are 14 years into the mcu and it's just bonkers but hey this was awesome i think they did a really nice job with this movie especially even coming off of the high just a few months ago of no way home this fits. It feels good. It felt like it delivered. And guys, in just less than two months, we get to see another juggernaut in Thor. God. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Of Love thunder. and Thunder. Oh, uh, I said and, Of Thunder. <laughs> you got me. Uh, <laughs> so good stuff ahead but uh anything we missed or or final thoughts here john we'll go to you first whatever we missed we'll get there we're, we're gonna do an episode of the mcu reviewed of this of course we're gonna see where this movie fits we're gonna probably both all i mean we're gonna get jt on this we'll probably all have seen the movie at, me, at least twice since uh by the time we do that so we'll have some more thoughts and we'll we'll figure out where it ranks in the mcu i know you mentioned earlier in the show like you know just off the top of the head like maybe it's you know middle of the pact Again, we, we got to start looking at that middle of the pack to look, you know, under our lens a little bit more because we say that and it's true, but there's so many really good movies yeah. in there. It's like we have to like really think about like – so if you watch the MC Reviewed, our, our 
our ranking is three it's three columns it's one through whatever and then you know it's three columns we almost need to like start thinking of those columns as their own one through ten list and like see the you know think about the way they fit because there's just so many good movies in this in this franchise so i'm excited to get back at it the uh, same here tim any anything we missed or final thoughts here no i think we covered everything i, I really did i really liked it you know i think maybe i'll get there you think you just taught us talking about it maybe like it even more um, same I just it's a lot to digest, I think, after watching it. We so. do have uh, breaking news. JT just texted us. He saw a nine o'clock movie and he says, I'm at a loss for words. So I don't know if that's JT just being yeah. on his uh his hyperbolic this is the best movie I've ever seen, or if he's actually he, conflicted. He did like Morbius, so no one really knows. He, he had a similar that. reaction to Morbius. So oh, <laughs> I know. So we'll we'll see where JT's at. Well maybe we'll bring him back down to earth a little bit. But it, yeah, it was fun. Well, uh, I'll ask you one last question, and I don't need any explanation. And maybe this answer changes, by the way, because I'm sure it may. But I will go to John first, and then we'll go to Tim. Uh, better movie, Multiverse of Madness, or Winter Soldier? Oh, that's that's a, that's a question right there. We're that's talking a about right there. <clears throat> we're talking about mid-level MCU movies. Winter yeah. Soldier comes to mind, right? Definitely not in the the top tier. No, so John, that's funny. I think I think off. Just right off the bat, I'd go Winter Soldier right now. I think I think I'd answer Winter Soldier, but I've only seen this movie once, and we had a conversation for an hour and seven minutes, and I've already moved up from three and a half to four stars on it. So you know, these things change. When I first saw Winter Soldier, that was a very middling movie for me, and I've come up on it quite a bit. You nerds, okay? I've come up quite a bit. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up after I've seen this movie a few times. But I, I think I'd say Winter Soldier. Okay. Okay. Anything is possible. Tim, better movie, Winter Soldier or Multiverse of Madness? Same for me. I think maybe in the future, maybe I'll feel a little differently, but right now, for, definitely Winter Soldier. For context in the chat, Joe and I are, are historically a lot lower on Winter Soldier than most people are. We both think it's a very good movie. That like it's you mm-hmm. know all, all of the MCU is great for the most part. You know, you won't catch Joe and I putting it in the top three or top five in any of these conversations. So that's the context for that question, Eric. <laughs> well. Before I give my answer, we'll wrap things up here on this special episode here as we talked about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You can find John at Disruptoid on social media. You can find Tim at Tim Tales. I am at I am Brosia. We're going to be talking about a lot of good stuff. And uh, if you enjoyed tonight's show, make sure you, you follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Gigaverse. We stream everything live that we do. You can also check out reruns at youtube.com slash the Gigaverse or listen on podcast services around the globe. I'm going to end this episode by saying at this moment in time, hang on, hang on. We need the, the MCU reviewed is kind of our due process. We let things stew for a bit. We don't come off of the high of excitement of just having seen a movie. We let it, it stew. We get there methodically in terms of how we rank these, but this second in time, and I could be convinced otherwise, I'm going to say multiverse of madness is a better movie than winter soldier Wow, for John and for Tim. I'm Josiah LeBoy. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful evening and happy Revenge of the Fifth. May the force be with you. 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 May the force be with you.